Hello, you're listening to the New Visions Old Land podcast. These are the highlights from Trent Radio's live broadcast from Hunter Street on July 1st during the day-long street festival celebrating arts and culture in Peterborough. Electric City Culture Council and Art Space invited media artists to create a silent film with the theme of recasting the past and inventing alternative futures. Musicians and sound artists accompanied these films, and they performed live on the street while the films were being screened nearby. In this podcast, you'll hear from the artists on the day of, interviewed by Trent Radio programmer Wes Grist. In this episode, Wes interviews Cara Mumford and Joanne Argue about their film, I Remember. Okay, um, yeah. I'm Cara Mumford. I uh, did the shot the footage for I Remember, the video about the tree, which uh, Joanne did most of the work on. And I'm Joanne Argue, and I did the editing and the sound for, uh, for the I Remember video. Excellent. So the I Remember video, it's, it's a, it's a 500-year-old maple tree, if I'm correct about that, That's right? That's right. Yes. Is it um, one of or is it the oldest tree in, in like the it's, area? Or? It's the oldest tree that we know of, older than uh, the Niagara Comfort Maple, which is often considered to be the oldest in the region. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the Comfort Maple is much more impressive to look at because it yeah. has space around it. So it's a wide uh, tree and, and it looks its age. Uh, whereas the maple tree that's here is it part of an old growth forest, um, okay. and instead of growing wide, they grow really tall. Um, and I had to be uh, go on on faith for the first little while that it was a maple tree because I right. couldn't actually see the leaves. <laughs> right, because it, it, it had just grown tall this exactly, whole time, right? Exactly. Interesting. But it was identified by a local ecologist um, as being older than the comfort maple. So it's they don't have an exact date, but it's at least 500 years old. That's incredible. It's amazing. Just to think about the fact that there is a living thing uh, so close to us that is 500 years old. Well, and that's kind of the genesis of this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, It was the idea that uh, as we're celebrating this Canada 150, we're not taking into consideration the fact that the land and the original peoples have been here for much longer than that. And so this tree is kind of about remembering that um, there's more to it than what we see built up in the urban environment now. And thinking about what it's witnessed over the last 500 years. It's just amazing. Yeah, that is really... Because, I mean, so much of... Uh, I think the, the, the dialogue around, like, Canada 150 is about 150 years, but of course, like, the land, Canada is much, 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 much older than that. Exactly. And so yeah. and I, I, I've been yeah. seeing signs for Anishinaabe 15,000. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so That's the great. so this particular tree would have seen all kinds of things, even pre-European contact, right? The different peoples coming through and, and trade happening with peoples that were already here. That's incredible. So it was a, it's footage of the tree throughout different seasons throughout the year, right? Yes. The, the four yeah. seasons? Okay, great. So... This must have been, uh, like, the idea to, to keep track of this tree and to be watching this tree, uh, to, to take footage of this tree. Like, the, it must be at least as old as a year, to the idea to start doing this, right? Yeah, I, um, I started it actually working on Leanne Simpson's uh, a video with her uh, okay. for her song, um, The Oldest Tree in the World, mm-hmm. uh, which, uh, and she's done a project collaborating with different video artists, different filmmakers, uh, to create videos for specific songs uh, on the latest album. And so 
she had written a song to this tree before she'd even had a chance to meet the tree in person. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I was the one who got in touch with the ecologist and found out where exactly it was. And so we combined sugarbush footage with the tree footage uh, for that. And then when Joanne and I were talking about doing something for this, uh, and we were both talking about the trees and, and what they've seen and both coming at our interest in different ways. Uh, and then I mentioned that I had all this tree footage and she's like, we can do something with that. That's <laughs> awesome. Absolutely. Oh, and I really so like cool. doing soundscapes and music and whatnot. So the opportunity to take Kara's footage and then weave it together and with um, with a lot of different sound and spoken word was was too much to pass up. <laughs> That's really cool. That's really, really cool. What was it like um, uh, working with Nick Ferriero and, and, and the, the music that he's brought to be a, a part of this sort of multimedia arts project? Nick has, um, he even just for us hearing it yeah. after with the music, uh, transformed the film again for us. Like the footage is one thing and then we add the sound to it and it's a, it becomes something else. And then Nick's music just brings it to a whole other level it was really wonderful to hear what he had put together for it yeah it really makes it an experience mm -hmm. instead of just you know something that you're watching uh it really feels like something you're experiencing in a total you know you just wish we could have smells in there too absolutely yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah totally multi-sensory yeah, art exactly. thing yeah totally maple sugar <laughs> <laughs> well that would be awesome we should have thought of that yeah next next time yeah, <laughs> next time exactly. yeah totally um uh why uh, earlier in the uh, the broadcast one of my co-hosts hannah collins was mentioning that uh, a friend of hers had visited uh peterborough from paris and was remarking even in a space like this like right on hunter street was remarking like oh my goodness you live in a forest because <laughs> oh. even in like urban environments there's trees everywhere right now we're uh, obsessively in the heart of Peterborough right now, the yeah. heart of downtown Peterborough, and I, w I can see trees. I mean, none of them are hundred, like 500-year-old maple trees, of course, but I, I just think it's interesting that um, I'm so used to seeing trees all the time throughout my life that I take it for granted almost, right? So it's, it's cool that there's so much attention on this one beautiful yeah, tree, it, you know? I mean, I also, I mean, I love the green space in Peterborough. Yeah. It's... it's uh, it's one of the things that I really appreciate having so much green space right in the city. Yeah, it's it's and great. I think it's really important that we we point that out because, as you say, like we do kind of we don't think about it anymore, right? Mm -hmm. And and until you go away, until you go to a really big city where <laughs> they don't have the green, and you come back and you realize just how much forest we have around us. Like, and the, the only reason that, for instance, this maple tree lasted as long as it did is because it's away from the urban environment. Urban trees don't live that long. It's true. Because yeah. of the stresses on them. So uh, we need to think about that as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, and so um, uh, Sue did it, had mentioned something earlier about how uh, I think she, she related this to, to um, uh, I remember, uh, uh, the, 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 the piece that you've put together. Um, uh, that there's this scientific literature now about how um, trees can talk to each other more <laughs> than uh, previously people thought they could. Is is there anything like is that something that you're aware of that you have oh, uh, thoughts about? Oh yeah, or, yeah. <laughs> I would love to hear everything that you have to say about that because that is so fascinating to me. Well, it was definitely part of the the conversation that yeah. started this this project um, because we've both been looking at this from different perspectives. Mm -hmm. I'm working on. Um, an indigenous futurism project right now, uh, developing part of it through the National Film Board of Canada. And one of the things that I've developed for this futuristic territory um, is these mechanical super trees 
that are inspired by actual rainwater collecting solar powered trees mechanical trees in Singapore right but then the idea would be that it goes beyond that and also collects carbon and then it would also have a, a, a mechanical root system that interacts with the natural tree root system and fungi um, to tap into the actual tree communication network which uh, maybe you can talk about a bit Joanne <laughs> yeah Absolutely. one of the things that um, that happened while I was editing this is that the, the fellow who uh, wrote the book the hidden lives of trees was being in, I, I heard him interviewed, and so I got his book, and I was reading his book as I was doing that, so um, some of the sound that is in this piece is a result of me thinking about what would it sound like, because they communicate through the different fungal patterns in the, in the, in the earth. You, the, um, the, the mycelium network, right? That's, that's yes. what they're using, right? Yeah. Yes, yes. Absolutely, so, so that was the idea of leaving some of that sound in, right, to give, right. give people a sense of how that might maybe sound if you could actually hear it, which we which we can't. But we also know from the work that this this man and others have done um, is that that's the reason these trees can last so long as well, is that they have that communication system and they have that sharing. And it's yeah, it's and not just communication; it's a social network of sharing carbon absolutely. and nutrients and water. Yeah, absolutely. Which is what to go back to you know the urban trees. That's why they don't live as long. So they don't have that support support system, system on them. Oh yeah, because in a in a in a in a, in a green area, especially like, a, like an old growth forest, that's really a community of pl of plant life, Absolutely. right? Of like of, of course, like natural life in, in in total. But like it's it's so easy just to think of plants as these kind of solitary things that just grow and yeah. then they just grow and that's it. They're in the ground, they grow, but they're they're a part of a whole like network that that communicates. And they've been and finding out that yeah. when older trees die. They, they specifically send their nutrients and knowledge through this root system uh, to the younger trees. Um, so even in death, they're providing everything that they have back into the network. That's incredibly beautiful. Yeah, that's great. That's that's very that's that's poetic too. I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. So that's that's why we're so fascinated by trees and why we made this. That's so cool. <laughs> no, I yeah no I I could I could I could listen to that for and, and it makes me think. Um, I like that this is a multimedia thing where, where music is a part of it, uh, uh, and that and I've been here for most of it, so I haven't had a chance to check out the the, the music that Nick made for it. But I know he's using a synthesizer and a lap steel yes. to do it, yeah. um, and uh, making some kind of like droney stuff, which would be sort of like alien sounding music. And maybe I'm I'm going off the rails a bit here, but it's neat to think about what kind of if trees are communicating to each other. Um, in my mind, that's like, well, art is communication too. So if, if trees could make music, what kind of music would it be? And I would imagine it being this kind of organic flowing, breathing sort of sound. But yeah. And that's I what know. I feel like Nick yeah. has sort of captured yeah. what we imagine it would sound like. They yeah. Would sound like. That's incredible. Yeah. I think yeah. so. And the, the whole project is kind of organic with the three of us <laughs> contributing all of our bits and into this final thing. So so we have a sense, a little bit of a sense, I guess, of how trees might <laughs> yeah, also that's do awesome. that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Great. Oh, I can relate to trees now so <laughs> well. Right. Wow. Now I know how that maple feels. Exactly. <laughs> so when someone says talk to the trees, you really should because they are talking already. <laughs> totally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. That is that is that is so fascinating. That's so cool. Um, what, um, uh, both of you, I guess, like what other uh, things are you involved with in town? Or in in the in, in general, yeah. You want to go um, first? Yeah, I don't know. I just like I'd like to get to know yeah. both of you better, and a lot of people don't don't know. So yeah. 
Um, well, one of the things I do is I, I, I'm an instructor in the Indigenous Performance Program and I Great. teach Indigenous music. Yeah. And um, I sing with the group Unity. We were in the pop-ups yesterday yeah. as part with the Peterborough Symphony. So um, I, my focus is a lot of music and sound and stuff, but I also um, I do art installation style art okay. and carving and that kind of thing as well. So this was this was my first chance to work with film and sound. That's really cool. Way. So it was it was wonderful. Yeah, wonderful yeah. opportunity. Yeah. So I, I'm a filmmaker, Métis filmmaker. Okay. And um, I am working towards my first feature. I just shot mm -hmm. a proof of concept for it uh, in May up north okay. of uh, Sault Ste. Marie. Um, and uh, and I'm also at the same time uh, developing this sort of transmedia just in the fact that right now there's a published short story and I'm working on this uh, interactive website idea with the National Film Board and also working on a short film related to it um, and it's set 150 years in the future in this yeah. territory but there's been a power shift okay so it's become sovereign Michisagik Anishinaabek territory and the idea is that Canada outside of this has continued on its fossil fuel path and so has crumbled with an economic and ecological collapse um, and whereas this territory is is not just sustainable but regenerating regenerating mm -hmm. and it's sovereign and so people want to come to live and work on the territory under indigenous governance so they're applying for their red card and it's called the right. red card project uh. That sounds fascinating. That so, sounds awesome. Yeah, I'm yeah. working uh, with uh, Doug Williams yeah. from Curve Lake. It's very much inspired by the work I do with Leanne Simpson. Mm -hmm. uh, and then Joanne is also part of the Red Card Collective. Okay. And, yeah. uh, and we're going to be doing some community consultations uh, to get some ideas of, of what people at Curve Lake and Hiawatha and Alderville are envisioning for that 150 years in the future. That sounds great. So, yeah, I'm yeah. excited about that. Yeah, yeah. Did you have a chance to check out uh, any of the other um, uh, New Visions Old Lands uh, uh, projects? Yeah, I've checked out. I'm still there's still one I haven't seen, mm -hmm. and I'm going to have to look at names for that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's so interesting because they're quite different, really. Mm -hmm. Like given yeah. the fact that they all had the same mandate and and are all being screened sort of outdoors. Even the screening stations are all quite different, and right. the films themselves. But you can see that thread, like the land mm -hmm. thread that's running through totally. everything as well, which is really, really nice. Um, yeah, absolutely. And there's it's it's really cool to see and hear uh, people talk about like the different interpretations of how you can think about land differently in terms like in terms of what it means in in Canada to be in Canada and to be Canadian or whatever because. Um, uh, like some of them are have to do with agriculture and some of them have to do with uh, sort of re-envisioning the traditions of landscape paintings and stuff like that and, and, and or um, the living things that have, 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 have been here uh, longer than Confederation has <laughs> by quite a bit so that's that's it's really cool to see all these different uh, but it all kind of comes together in a really mm -hmm. neat way so mm -hmm. yeah. yeah it really does yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, Everyone I, speaks to one another, yeah. in, which is nice. That's great. I quite enjoyed uh, Carrie's, the one with the three, um, the, like the triptych of screens, yeah. and how it goes from, you know, the realistic to the distorted, yeah. both in the visuals and the sound. And the sound, yeah. And uh, the samples that Jake used to uh, make that happen, I think, worked really, yeah. really well. Very yeah. interesting. Yeah. It really, yeah. Uh, yeah, it really felt like 
you know, you're watching an abstract painting happen or something. Yeah, <laughs> totally, quite totally. Cool. Reminded me a lot of the collaborations I would do back in Calgary, because uh, we had uh, there was the Calgary Society of Independent Filmmakers that worked with M Media Video right. Collective and worked with Quick Draw Animation Society. Awesome. So the kind of collective projects that would happen were very cool, and I feel like hers would would have fit right in with one of those. So, awesome. Yeah. That's great. So I, I can't wait to check out. Uh, the last round for each yeah, of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's still a bit. There's still enough time. Um, yep. And you know, if you haven't come down to Hunter Street yet to check this out, you absolutely need to. If you're listening, uh, if you can make it down, that's great. Um, if you can't make it down, I did a quick little walk around of the Facebook Live thing. That video will be, a video will be available. But uh, thank you so much. Thank you. Well, yeah, thank, thank you. you. Is there, do you have any closing statements or anything before we switch to something uh, else? No, or? just to encourage people yeah. to come down. And, yeah, there's and still I time. <laughs> there's still time. Absolutely. Yeah. And I believe there's. Um, Sue was saying there's a YouTube channel that will be live after this, okay. so people oh, can cool. go back. I don't know if the music part will be a part of it, but all the films will be available to be seen. Awesome. That. That's, that's great. Yeah. yeah, that's great. Well, thank you so much. Thank okay, you. Thank yeah, you. yeah, it was Bye. fantastic talking to you. Yeah, <laughs> great. Thanks for listening to the New Visions Old Land podcast. Many thanks to everyone who made the event happen. The team was EC3 Executive Director Sue Ditta. The New Vision's Old Land Curator was Kelly Egan. Technical Director Steve Rose. Technical Support by Bill Kimball and John Lockyer. EC3 Project Coordinator was Eva Fisher. Production Support by Annie Gleason, Lauren Zomer, and Emma Zomer. Design and Print Management by Jeff Macklin. Marketing and Communications by Jeff Macklin and Eva Fisher. The New Vision's Old Land artists were Megan Christu, Andrew Savory-Whiteway, Carrie Kennedy, Jake Ryan, Shannon Taylor, Ben Rowland, Joanne Argue, Cara Mumford, and Nick Ferrio. Many thanks to the EC3 volunteers, Dale Findlay, Sue McGregor-Hunter, Kieran Cosgrove, Randy Reed, Brad Vandermeulen, Leslie Menaw, Jack Beta, John Muir, Yvonne Lai, and Sid Hosker. As well as thank you to the Peterborough 150 and Canada 150 volunteers, Andy Craig, Becky Rogers, Ken Doherty, Sadie Norad, Linda Mitchelson, Nancy Fisher, Brad Putnam, Mike Melnick, and Galen Eagle. Thanks to the New Visions Old Land partners, the Peterborough DBIA, including Terry Guile, Joel Weeb, and June Kim. The City of Peterborough's Canada 150th Anniversary Celebrations Committee, the Art Gallery of Peterborough, especially Finn Leach, Trent Radio, including Wes Grist, Jill Stavely, and John Muir. The Metaphor Gallery, including Birgitta McLeod and Jennifer Hardy. Hunter Street Books, especially Michelle Berry. The Toy Shop with Jean Grant, the Canadian Imperial Bank of Commerce, especially Sean Moore, Sam's Deli, special thanks to Sam, Don White, the Art School of Peterborough, especially Jenny Johnson, Trent University, in particular the Cultural Studies Department, Aisha Barmania, that's me, at Peterborough Independent Podcasters, the Theatre on King, and Market Hall. This project was funded by the City of Peterborough, the Trillium Foundation, and the Ontario Arts Council. The music playing in the background is a track called Fantod by Elias. This podcast is a production of Peterborough Independent Podcasters. Thanks so much for listening.